To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now at Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623-18. What is up, Redskins Nation? Welcome to another episode of Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. I'm your host, at KGSkins26. You can find me there on Twitter. I'd also like to introduce my two other co-hosts, starting with Julie, a.k.a. Mama Redskins. Uh, You can find her on Twitter at Resist1972. What's up, Julie? Good evening, gentlemen. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing fantastic. And then my other co-host, the man himself, Mr. Brandon at Redskins Rant. You can find him on Twitter. Go check him out as that's what he likes to do is rant. What's going on, Brandon? What's up, Keith? That's right, guys. Come check me out. Come hear my horrible hot takes, and I will debate you all day back and forth on Twitter. I have no end. There is no limit to the ridiculousness that my tweets will continue. So, see me. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Well, listen up, guys. Uh, You know, we got a couple segments we'd like to run on this show, um, completely unscripted. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get it started. Um, Let's lead into the first uh, topic. There's been some things going on uh, this week. Uh, Nothing major, but just some small stories that's been going on during the week and just happened uh, just recently. Um, You guys heard about Dan Snyder selling Team 980, right? What's your take on it? Well, I think that um, from what I read um, uh, for a source for the Washington Post, uh, he had wanted to focus more on the team itself and um, the station's inability to turn a profit is is the reason he sold. But I don't know for sure. What do you got, Brandon? Yeah, you know what? I wish Dan Snyder would sell the Redskins, to be honest with you. He could have kept team in 980, (laughs) just sold the Redskins. would have made me more happy to be honest with you but uh you and I both or all three of us I should say we all know that that's probably never going to happen at least in my lifetime unless Dan Snyder something happens to him no ill will it's not like I have a voodoo doll right here in front of me or anything like that but uh yeah man it's interesting I mean one less media pot or uh outcast you know there was a couple of you know good uh writers and stuff like that for night 80 or interesting personalities, I guess you could say. I didn't listen to them because, in my opinion, they suck. Some people like them, but they sucked, in my opinion. But could care less. 
Yeah, you know, my take on it is I would bounce back and forth, um, you know, going from 980. It really depends, you know, going from 980 to 106.7. I mean, it really depends on what you are looking for. Uh, if you're looking for X and O's, uh, 980 was a great station to listen to. If you were looking for morning time comedy mixed with uh, all DC sports talk, mixed with uh, stupid hot takes, uh, 106.7 was definitely the station to listen to. Um, you know, my thing is, is I think 980 uh, got to the point, and you know what, even with the insiders selling them doesn't necessarily mean that all those guys will get the pink flips. Uh, but I do think that, uh, you know, the, the new company that bought them needs to uh, potentially realign and, and really understand who their listeners are. Um, you know, the, the midday show on 980, I think, was the most popular. Everyone loves Cooley's takes, but the problem was, you know, the problem was time slots. You know, there really wasn't a perfect time slot for Cooley, uh, being that the midday show took over. So, um, you know, that time slot. So basically at this point, it just really depended on if you were wanting just X and O talk. Cooley was perfect for that, breaking down uh, players and grades uh, every Sunday. You know, people were interested in listening to that. So uh, it's interesting to see what they're going to do later on um, with the station now that Snyder doesn't own it. Um, I'm thinking that they're going to be a little bit more free um, if they keep the talent. They're going to be a little bit more free to to speak and say what they want. I felt that when Snyder uh, was running the show, he definitely contributed to things that they should not or could not say on radio. So really, that's just my take on that. You guys got anything else? No. As an I mean, outsider, uh, uh, as an outsider fan, you know, not living in the DMV area, you know, to me they had way too much of a Homer vibe. Everything was, you know, burgundy and gold colored sunglasses. So I kind of stopped following them long ago. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I personally think they made a mistake when they got rid of Jay Reed uh, in his show. I mean, they started to get it. You know, they uh, Jay Reed, uh, you know, he was controversial, and, and in my opinion, that's what people want to hear. They loved when Jay Reed trashed RG3 and praised Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm starting to think that, you know, one of the reasons why he was let go uh, was because, you know, Dan Snyder and RG3 were tight, and uh, – Snyder wasn't having any of that RG3 slander. So, you know, again, I'm not an insider. That's just kind of an outsider looking into, you know, what I think may have happened. But, um, you know, the station might be able to to grow and prosper. Um, Who knows? And, you know, like I said, 106.7 isn't that great either, you know, but they're doing what it takes to keep the ratings going. And if you look, I think that they're heavily more involved in social media than – team 980 ever was so that could be another reason as well but uh moving on you guys heard about the story uh uh where guys wanted to he posted on twitter that he wanted to uh he wanted to go to the movies to see the avengers and then he told a bunch of redskins fans to meet him at you know such and such theater um basically what happened was is uh he took 50 he took 50 redskins basically paid for the tickets concessions and everything he took the fans and uh had a good time there was uh he was signing autographs posting pictures i mean the people uh really seemed to enjoy that but uh i know julie you have something that you'd like to say about this i'm sure well you know where are the character issues 
why did this man fall to the second round? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, 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 all I see is him working hard on the field, the videos and, and the things that the coaches and the players are saying, and he's unifying Redskins nation off the field. So I just, I yeah, have absolutely yeah, nothing no negative doubt. to say about him. My only yeah, concern I'm a conspiracy is, theorist. I'll save that for after Julie, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. Don't let me forget to mention that to you on why he fell, but go ahead. Well, don't, don't say Bruce did it. I don't even want that out there in the universe, but I guess, I guess what I'm hoping is, is that we're embracing him now, but if he has a couple of bad games, let's not, let's not lose this. Let's give him a chance because, you know, sometimes our fans can, they can be a little bipolar with that type of thing. So. I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I'm, to be honest on this subject, I'm a little butthurt. He was out here in LA guys was, he was out here in LA doing a, some signing of those little cards, the rookie cards or whatever. And I slid in his DMs. I'm not even going to lie. I slid in those DMs so hard trying to get <laughs> meet up or trying to get him on the podcast or something. He didn't even read my DM. So I'm a little, I'm a little sour that some fans got to experience it, but I'm a, I'm with you, Julie, hundred percent. You know, where's this BS, uh, you know, where these character issues are these stories that we're going to drop these stories after we don't ruin his stock and then nothing ever comes of it. Um, you know, if it was Bruce Allen, God damn, that, <laughs> that move worked, man. I, I mean, I've never viewed Bruce Allen as any type of smart person or savvy person. So the fact if he, if he pulled that off, I've been underestimating him for years. Um, but yeah, I think that's crazy how, these people are just making up stuff about a guy. He he lost a lot of money out of it, but it, obviously he's still happy, still a fun-loving guy. And uh, Matt, I don't live in the DMV, so I don't get to go any of these free events. Yeah, I'm regretting not driving. I think it would have been about two hours at the time during traffic. I I really wish I kind of wish I had done it, but I don't know. I just don't know why he fell to the second round. But I'm great. I'm grateful that he did for our sakes. Yeah, and you know, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. I mean, we we all can see that, but it's a good chip. I mean, if you look in any picture that gets posted about him, the guy's always smiling, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, you can just see that, you know, he definitely wants to be here. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I mean, that video that I posted this morning, that fake movie trailer, I mean, clearly when I, you know, did the the video, it was more about all the things that other people said about him, you know, and, you know, obviously they're not true. So to, to get a retweet from him and to see that video go from, you know, 40 views to damn near 4,000 uh, views, wow. the guy is definitely, yeah, the guy is definitely holding a chip on his shoulder and he's going to prove all those people wrong. Um, and you know what? By all means, so be it, you know, because truthfully, if he turns out the way that we think we are, he's going to get that money back soon enough, um, and he knows it. So I don't think he's too worried about that. You can tell that he just wants to get out there and play, and he wants to play hard. And uh, speaking of videos that were tweeted out, the Redskins, that account actually posted up a video today, I believe. It was either the Redskins account or NBC. Uh, I retweeted it. But either way, it was uh, Beamich talking about a meeting in which the blocking scheme led Geis one-on-one with the DB, and uh, Geis winked at Randy Johnson, the RB coach. And Randy Johnson was apparently like, what the hell was that for? 
And he goes, Coach, I love when you put me on the DB. Like, he's, he's just waiting to truck somebody. And we haven't had that <laughs> in so long. I just absolutely love that mentality. So uh, I'm, I'm hyped for Geist. I saw you put Slice in Geist, Keith. What was up with that, man? Where'd you get that from? You know, I actually can't take credit for that. I, I appreciate you mentioning that. Uh, the reason why I didn't was I actually can't take credit for that. I don't know who I saw it from or where I read it, but it was through my Twitter travels of reading. Um, someone said Slice and Geis, and then I believe uh, one of our Twitter guys, Marshall, had mentioned that that should be the theme for, you know, Chris Thompson and uh, Darius Geis. And I'm all I'm all for that. I mean, it makes sense. Um I just happened to see that, and I'm like, ah, that's pretty catchy. So, but you know, again, yeah, like to be it. fair, I don't, I don't want to take credit for something that I didn't come up with on my own. Um, but I'm not going to lie; it, it didn't stop me from using it in the little fake trailer either. So it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't trademarked. You know what I mean? Like the the person who said it didn't trademark it, so I kind of borrowed it. It's all right. It's all right. I, I, I love it. I concur. I concur. I think it was good. I liked it. Awesome. Hey, well, listen, another kind of off the wall topic uh, real quick is uh, you guys remember that you guys remember that uh, story on Twitter. It was a pic of that uh, white woman calling because uh, a bunch of people were uh, barbecuing in the park and she didn't like it. So she called the police. You guys hear about that story? Yep. Yeah, well, guess what, guys? I also have an audio clip. Uh, apparently, she was in the park the other day and saw a bunch of Redskins fans, and uh, she went ahead and called the law on this one. So I'm going to go ahead and, go ahead and uh, cue the clip. Let me know what you guys think afterwards. <laughs> um, yes, hi. Is this the local police? Yeah, hi. This is the angry white woman again. Um, I'm here to report that there's too many people on Redskins Twitter excited about this upcoming season, and it must stop. You guys have to do something. <laughs> oh my God. She called the law on Redskins Twitter. What are we going to do about that? that going to have a big barbecue much. and celebrate our wins. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. guys, well, enough of, it's going to be a small barbecue if that's the case <laughs> <laughs> alright guys well let, look let, let, let's hop into the, the, the beef of our topic uh, of what we've been wanting to do but we kind of have kept putting it off uh, you know there are some people that are interested in uh, win-loss predictions uh, for this upcoming season and, you know, I think the three of us, we got together and we're like, you know what, let's try to run through and do this. Let's compare at the end to see uh, if we're on the same page, if we have different ideas. Um, so why don't we go ahead and do a uh, Redskins 2018 win-loss prediction for the season. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start off uh, with week one, and I'm going to toss it over to you guys. Uh, but in week one, we are – playing Arizona at Arizona. Um, so go ahead. I'm going to toss it out to the crowd. What's your take? All right, I'll take this one. Um, well, first I want to say that these picks are from my head, not my heart. And um, even though I think the Redskins improved their roster, I still think a lot of the other teams did as well. Um, let's see, the Cardinals, David Johnson will be back. And we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be Sam Bradford, but, you know, he could tear his ACL in the uh, 
in preseason, so it could be Rosen. And um, I, I think we win. I do. I think we win. Um, I think we have a better chance of winning if it's Bradford than Rosen, to be honest with you, because Redskins have not historically played well against quarterbacks that they don't know. But I do think we win. I'm with you, Julie. I got us uh, winning this one. You mentioned the key factor for me is we're going to see that return on investment immediately week one uh, with Deron Payne. We're going to see how much impact does a first-round nose tackle have, considering David Johnson, before he was hurt, he was like the number one, number two. Like People were arguing between him and Le'Veon Bell. I know because he was out this whole year, people kind of sleeping on him. Him coming back is huge. If he's back and healthy, that's going to be a big test for the rush defense, which was ranked dead last last year, right out the gate. So we're going to really see, you know, hey, first-round nose tackle. I mean, we got lucky doubling down with Settle, in my opinion, because with a guy like Johnson in the backfield and not really knowing if it's going to be that rookie QB Rawson that they got or if we're going to go with Bradford if he doesn't you know, get injured coming off the bus or something like that. Um, so I got, I got us down as a win, but it's going to be interesting to see. I'm going to be watching that rush defense all year long. Yeah, can't no, argue no with you tackle. guys here on this one. Yeah, can't argue with you guys on this one. I got a, I got a W here as well. Um, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, though. Um, obviously, uh, new coach, new system. Uh, I don't really rely too heavily on, on that. And then if you take a look at the QB situation, which you guys already kind of dove into a little bit, um, you know, I'm going to simply just say that Sam Bradford actually gets the start. Mr. Sammy sleeves. I'm going to call a W because no guy with Jersey sleeves like that should ever win. So <laughs> I'm keeping it a win here, folks. Yeah, those right, sleeves those sleeves are uh, winless, in my opinion. <laughs> those sleeves are terrible, man. I hate those sleeves. I tweet about them every time, and no one ever pays attention to me, but those sleeves are terrible. they got to do something with that. Um, but anyways, all right, on to week two, guys. Uh, week two, we are at home against the Colts. Uh, I'm throwing it out there. What you guys got? I'll I go mean, ahead and uh, predict – I'm I'm thinking we're going to be playing them without Andrew Luck, so this is going to sting even more. I got this as an L. I don't know uh, what? what you guys think. I got I got us losing to Indy. You know you know how us Redskins do, Mama Redskin. We we always lose a game that we should have. We have no business losing. We always lose one of those, and then we always win one. So it always does balance yeah. out. But you know we always Fair have that going. embarrassing loss where we're like, what? Yeah, no. I mean, I don't, no. disagree, I don't disagree with you, but tear him up, Jolie. Tear him up. I, look, I know that they brought in, what, guard Nelson, Quentin Nelson, but it's too late. It's too late for Andrew Luck. Uh, no, we're going to win this one. So, I, I, have us Andrew losing, Luck, no, I have us losing even without Andrew Luck. I don't even think he's going to be there, and I think we're still going to lose. I think we're going to lose to a Jacoby Brissett-led Indianapolis Colts. You are no, out of your back. I'm that, sorry. I, I think that's going to be the stunner. Week two, Redskins, we always start off slow. We always start off slow. I know you, no, you guys roast me. No, no, that's, hold on. I can include that's it in my Kirk bold Cousins. predictions with this one. <laughs> no, that's when Kirk Cousins was our quarterback. We started off slow. It's exactly. almost like he needed a, cu- a couple extra games. No, we have Alex Smith. Julie, 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 did you mention Kirk Cousins? I'm sorry, I did. I apologize. Don't. Yeah, don't don't 
don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Let's just call him like, I don't know. Let's just call him something else because anytime I hear the word Kirk cousins, uh, I just, I, I totally lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Carry what on about the, uh, quarter, the quarter, the Redskins quarterback formerly known as. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I like or, that. Or whatever. Or he who shall right. not be named. He who shall not be named. For my ahead. Harry go Potter right. friends. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Nope. I'm ready to move on to the Packers. We're going to beat the Colts. Well, hold on. Don't be moving on just yet. I got to give mine. Um, so obviously, I'm going with the I'm going with the W here. Um, I will say I've read reports that Andrew Luck is still on target for his return um, to training camp. So most likely he could be ready. Um, even if he was ready, I just you know this, this this team to me, in my opinion, is just a, a disaster. You know, uh, Andrew Luck really hasn't he hasn't really lived up to his uh, potential at what everyone put him as you know out at the first pick. Um, but not many people in that draft uh, have, unfortunately, um, except for Russell Wilson, I believe. But, yeah, I'm going with Big W. I can't, I can't take an L with this one, so I'm just going to call Brandon crazy. Mm-hmm. Will not be um, the first or the last time. I guarantee you that, Keith. It won't be the first or the last time. Yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so week three, since Julie wants to eagerly talk about the Packers, uh, what you got, Julie? Oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> Their defense got better, and they have Aaron Rodgers, and I just think we're going to lose. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I'm pretty, much, I'm pretty much on the same page with this one. You know, it, it, end of the day, Rodgers is an elite quarterback. Something that the Redskins have not – it seems like they were better last year at collapsing the pocket, but they just they, – they couldn't get the QB down, um, especially if they're an outside runner. Um, I, I just feel like that – Rodgers has the ability to escape, you know, collapsing pockets. Uh, he throws – he can make precision throws down the field, you know, on the run too. He can also run. There's just too much of a threat there. I just don't see any of our end being able to chase this guy down um, in that, you know, situation. And truthfully, the Packers are just a good team. You know, they did upgrade defense. I just personally don't see where we can get a win here. But – yeah, I'm uh, with you guys. I'm also going to say it's a loss. I do think we have a chance in this game. They upgraded their defense, but their their Achilles heel has kind of been the rush the rush defense. So I'm kind of thinking Geis might actually set up nicely to have a big game there. Um, so there's a chance maybe we milk the clock, keep Rodgers off the field. You know what I mean? Just don't let him have the damn ball because he's so good. Um, you know, I'm just really worried about that because Rodgers, man, you know, the guy can do a 10-play drive on you or he can score in three plays. You know, the guy, is he's amazing. I think we're going to lose. I think it's going to be a close game. We're going to try to run the ball, run the clock out. But uh, I got that as an L also. All right. So heading into week four, bye. it looks like we all agree with that one. So uh, heading into week four, we have a bye here. What do you guys think about this bye? Uh, I personally don't like early buys. Um, I feel like that our squad never stays healthy enough, so it's nice to have those later week buys to kind of let these guys rest up. Looks like this season we're not going to get that opportunity. What do you guys think? Well, we do and we don't because we do have that um, uh, Thanksgiving game. So you get almost a buy by having that. Not quite the same, but um, that is helpful. But I hate having a week four buy. I think it's terrible. 
Yeah, I traditionally wouldn't like a buy this early. We have had actually pretty good bye weeks in the last couple of years, but they've all kind of backfired. Our schedule has been so weird with the last couple of years where we've had some of those, you know, three games in 14 days and stuff like that where it's just kind of ab- abnormal things happening with our schedule where it's kind of like, I mean, I know our W is last in the alphabet. Did you guys literally wait last for our schedule or what the hell? Because some of the stuff <laughs> we get is just kind of ass backwards. Um, but who knows? Hopefully with good health this year. I mean, maybe the good early buy will help better than hurting after, you know, our notoriously rough uh, training camp practice, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, so maybe gosh. the early buy yeah. will help. <laughs> Jay Gruden's working them too hard. <laughs> yeah, Don't we'll definitely see how it Don't goes. Don't get me started, Mama Redskin. Don't you do it. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, week five, we got an away game at the Saints. Uh, me personally, you, you guys know, and I've talked about it on Twitter, um, I have family in the area, so this is a, a game that I always attend, uh, um, you know, at the Dome. Uh, you know, being there last season and uh, being on the end of thinking that you're going to win and then watching an elite quarterback pull his team, rally his team back uh, the way that they did. And, and uh, we caught a big fat L, uh, devastating L that game. Um, this one here, uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of, Trying to toss it up, man, but, I, I, you know, I'm going to go with the win on this one. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a close game, you know. Uh, we definitely, uh, you know, the idea behind this one is is uh, the more that we keep the ball out of Drew Brees' hands, the, the best off that we're going to be. So if this is going to come down to as close as I think it is, I think the Redskins have to do a better job. Or I won't even say a better job, but uh, potentially uh, holding on to the ball and trying to eating up that clock. And the way that you do that is – now you got yourself a running back um, that can do that. So um, I definitely say the only way that we do win this one is if we can keep their time of possession. Um, and also when they possess towards the end, um, if we can keep those numbers low, I think we'll be pretty good with this one. Oh, Go ahead, I still haven't recovered. I still haven't recovered from that game. I, I, it, I felt like I lost a small part of my soul during that game. Um, I have it as a loss. I'll be honest with you. It's Monday night football. We traditionally don't play well on Monday night football. Um, you've got Breeze. You've got Alvin Kamara. I just, I think it's going to be close, but unfortunately I have us as a loss on that game. I don't know about you, Brandon, yeah. but. No, I, uh, well, you guys, you guys got it split. I'm with you on this one, actually, Julie. This is going to be a big L in my book. Uh, Saints last year, people sleep on it, but they were the sixth overall uh, rushing team, you know, rushing offense. So, they're, you know, you always hear about Drew Brees, and you even touched on it a little bit. Um, he makes the timely throws, but he's not really the guy anymore. He's not the main thing. They got the two-headed beast down there. They got Kamara and um, Ingram. And here's the thing. Ingram is going to be fresh off of a suspension. So he's, for us, for him, we're week one. So we're talking about Deron Payne again. You know, I mentioned him week one with Arizona. We're getting a fresh, uh, fresh Mark Ingram, fresh off of a suspension, and he had a damn good year last year. Um, so I, I got that as an L also. You know, I, we're going to be seeing this rush defense. We're going to see what we can do. We got, we're facing a lot of good running teams this year. Yeah, you know, honestly, I really can't argue with you guys, debate you guys on this one, because like I said, even I was up in the air. Um, I just went with the idea of kind of, looking at how we played, and I know it's a different team this season as opposed to last season. Uh, I'm just looking at it 
you know, comparing how we played and stacked up against the Saints, you know, the Saints last season. Um, and I guess, you know, with this one, I had to let my heart instead of my head decide because I don't think I could go to New Orleans again and take a take an, a, a loss like that um, the way that we took it last year. And I think with this new team, we do have the tangibles. It's, you know, the Saints, you know, like you said, you mentioned Kamara, the Saints are just a – they're an odd team, man. They're an odd team, and it's really going to just depend on, on game planning with this one, in my opinion. And I do believe that Drew Brees is – is the elite guy and you know if we can keep the ball out of his hands uh even if that means you know doing our best to stop the run um and keeping Kamara in check uh, I know you know Ingram you said Ingram's coming back I mean if we can keep those guys in check they're gonna get they're gonna get their yardage they're gonna get their scores but we just have to figure out a way to keep it close and if we can keep it close then keeping the ball out of Breeze's hands and I still think we can take the W on it. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of with you on this one. You know, that that one could actually go either way. So moving yes, on to week if it was there, a guys. Sunday. Uh, say that again? Oh, I was going to say, if, if it was a Sunday game, I, I might be with you. But, God, we suck on Monday Night Football. I'm sorry. Go on to the Panthers. Yeah. That, yeah, well, that was with the the formerly uh, the, the player formerly known as uh, Kurt uh, Muckins. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bank too much on that one, but moving along to week six guys, uh, we got a home game against the Panthers. Um, I'm throwing it out there. What you got? I got to win. You got to, you got to win Julie. I have a win. I mean, look, I know that I think uh, Thomas Davis will be back and I know they added DJ Moore, but I don't know. I just feel like we're going to win this one. Yeah, DJ Moore's going to be a problem for Josh Norman just because he's going to – that speed. Norman really struggled last year with speed. I don't know if it's because, uh, you know, he lost a step per se or aging or, you know, scheme or whatever it was. Norman didn't look right. And versus DJ Moore, you know, you got to really be careful. And Cam has a great deep pass. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to look up our record versus Cam. I don't know if either of you two have it offhand, but I don't I don't know if we've ever beaten him. I think we might have beaten him once, but I think he's pretty much beaten us ever since he's been drafted. Um, so I actually have a loss for us. And as another side note, again, that rush defense last year, they were fourth rushing out. I think Cam's yards affect that too, so it skews it a little bit. But we've had problems with those running quarterbacks as well. So I think we're going to have our hands full, and I think that makes it one and four for me at this point. By week six, I got us one and four. Oh wow! Where are you at so far? What about you, Keith? Oh goodness. Uh, Um, Well, getting into it, I I I would be. I would be three and one. I I think. Well, you can't be game six. <laughs> yeah, what what's your uh, prediction for game 6, Keith? Oh yeah, I didn't give that. Uh a big fat L. Um again, Cam oh, Newton no. is, it, he Yeah, uh, Cam Newton can run, you know. Um we've never been good at containing QBs that can run. I mean, the guy can throw too. Do you guys by any chance I actually uh, I'm going to show my weakness here. Um who are the receivers this year? Do you guys know? DJ DJ Moore. <laughs> It's DJ Moore. They have uh, they signed a free agent, I believe. They got rid of Benjamin. They shipped him out to Buffalo. Um, I'd have to look because they've been they've been shuffling around. They've been doing that whole 
uh, let's go with a group of guys. They got a bunch of role players. Funches, I think, is their other main guy. It's going to be Funches uh, and yeah. more. Yep. And yep. then I think Funches, they also picked okay. up a tight end. I want to say they got a tight end. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, can you imagine the pandemonium at one and four? I mean, you guys both actually have picked different games, but you both have them at three and two at this point. I got them at one and four, man. Talk about hot seat for Jay Gruden. I was rooting for the guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, the reason why I went with the L here is, again, I kind of stuck with the quarterback situ- situation. I mean, I don't know, maybe if I had looked more into the receivers and, and uh, I don't know, maybe I changed my mind on this one. But you know what? I'm going to stick with what I have and still take the L. Um, you know, Cam Newton, he, you know, he, he's a dual threat. You know, a lot of people will argue, you know, that he's not a good passer. Some will say that he's a great passer. It just really depends. But truthfully, I just I feel like that our teams have never done well against uh, uh, other teams that have QBs that can dual threat. Um, you know, and I like Cam Newton. I always have. There's just everything about the guy. I, I just I don't know, man. I, I'm just gonna you know basically uh, keep it focused at this point and. Ladies and gentlemen, do you guys hear that music? That is actually the intro for our first caller. None other than your local hero, the, the superhero of Redskins Twitter, the Twitter tough guy himself as of lately, Grant Paulson. Grant, can you hear me? Hey, guys, what's going on? Mom, what? I told you I'm doing another podcast. What's going on, Burgundy Banter Unfiltered, or whatever the hell your show's called? What's up? Grant, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for calling in, Grant. We're doing a season prediction right now. I I got the Redskins at one and four at this point. How how, are you feeling if the Redskins go one and four after the game against Cam Newton and the Panthers? What are you feeling, Grant? Oh, I I can tell you right now, I'm feeling like they're going to go 0-16 for the whole year. You know why? You know why that is, guys? That's because my boy, my boy Kirk Cousins is no longer with us. Sorry, I, I have breathing problems. Yep, that's right, 0-16. How you like that? That's what happens when you get rid of uh, a guy who is every bit as worth $84 million. The Redskins, Bruce Allen, they really missed the boat on this one. They should have paid him up because right now I would have them at 5-0. But, sorry, guys, going to have to go 0-16 for the whole season. What do you think about that? Oh, Grant, I, I've been a little worried about you as of late. Um, what are you, you worried a little for? On well, you know, I think you need to, to talk to Mama Redskin about your feelings. What's going on with you? There's nothing going yeah, on. let it out, Grant. I just, listen, there's nothing going on with me. You know, um, I know, uh, you know, everyone says that, that I love Kirk Cousins, and I'll have to be honest with you, uh, I do. Uh, And here's why, because he is magnificent. He is a superstar. He gets it. 
he wanted to be here, but he didn't want to be here. Dan Snyder had love for the other guy. You know who that guy was, but I'm not even going to get into it. Uh, I love Kirk Cousins. So don't tell me to get out of my feelings when it comes. I'm not letting it go, okay? Kirk Cousins is a superstar. We really missed the boat on this one. That's why we're going 0-16. Kurt, uh, so you're not feeling good about Alex Smith? No. Alex Smith sucks. He's 33 years old. He's old. What the hell is he going to do? I mean, did you see that season when he played in Kansas City? I think he went a whole season and never threw a touchdown. Uh, uh, never threw a touchdown to a wide receiver. And you guys think that he's just going to come here and he's going to be amazing? Sorry, he is no Kirk Cousins. What if Alex does a radio show with you, Grant? Then will you be his friend? Well, uh, oh, well, I might, you know, but it's going to take some time and I would have to, no, no. No, he can come on the show, but I'm going to trash him because, once again, he is not Kirk Cousins. He will never be Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is number one in the NFL. I don't care what any of you have to say. I love Kirk Cousins. Now, now, Grant, one person I've noticed that you don't really like is Keith. Can you tell me why you don't like Keith? Didn't you get him kicked out of an event or made him erase some video? What's going on with you and Keith? Yeah, man, what's oh, up God. with that? that? Yeah, that guy, are you kidding me? That guy, he's stalking me. Apparently, he was sitting out in the parking lot taking pictures of me. So I got a little concerned, you know, and I went into uh, the show. I told the, I told my bodyguard. Uh, he really isn't my bodyguard, but he was a bodyguard of someone. And I was like, listen, there's a guy posting pictures of me on Twitter. Uh, when he comes in here, come and talk to him. I believe he's an RG3 stand. So let me tell you something. I saw what he did on Twitter and what he said, but the bottom line is, is when you take pictures of me, you're going to pay. And when you are an RG3 lover, that's right. You're going to pay, and that's what he did. And I even told the security guard to tell him to take off that trash jersey he had on that how dare you come to a Kirk Cousins charity event and wear that, wear that. No one likes RG3, but everyone loved Kirk Cousins. Grant, I think think it's because you guys were coworkers. Listen to Mama Redskins. She's going to guide you to the light, Grant. Grant, sweetheart, I think you need to go to the basement, and I think we need to get you a cookie, Okay. Well, I need more than a cookie. I need like a plate full of wings. Um, you know, I like hamburgers too. You guys got to get me something. Uh, you know, listen, listen. I, I listen. I know as of late, as of late, I know that uh, I've been taking heat on Twitter, uh, making the fans mad because I told them that uh, pretty much NBA basketball sucks compared to hockey. Um, and you know what I got to say to all those fans out there that are, are stalking my mentions? That's right. I'll get my bodyguard on you guys, too. So cut it out. Well, thank you for calling, Grant. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Look. Thanks I'll for calling, Grant. Go ahead. But, uh, stop messing with our boy Keith, though, man. Stop messing with Keith. He's a yes. good guy. 
yeah, he's a good guy. Let him let let me find him. I'll take him outside. I'll definitely throw hands. I'm gonna fight him next time I see him. I'm telling you, I'm tired of that guy. So yeah, Keith I'm out of hands, here, bro. Keith's got ghost hands, ghost bro. Hands. You don't want to mess with that, Grant. You don't want to mess let, with let me Keith tell you and ghost hands. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. I ever catch that Keith guy. Uh, what's what's his Twitter handle? I think it's uh, KT Skin Twenty Six. Let me find that guy out in the public, and you'll really see what a Grant Paulson can do. But until then, I'm out of here. Peace out. Peace out, Grant. Stay safe in Minnesota. <laughs> Wow, that guy out of here. Well, yeah, you know, smack. look, look. I can't he believe he had made you stay off the line during that interview, or else he wouldn't have came on. I mean, I couldn't believe he did that. Well, you know, look. You really, uh, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, fight fire um, with the whole situation. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted to let him say his piece. I appreciate the fact that he called in. Um, I'll handle everything else personally but let's carry on guys uh um let's kind of get through this a little bit uh week seven week seven um i have a w here uh it's against the cowboys uh it's a home game uh what you guys got i got a win i don't even know who they signed i think some guy named like james vanderbeek or leighton vander esch i have no idea so you know i i don't know how dak will play i know zeke will be good but I, I just – no Witten, no Bueno, Redskins win. I would not care if the they drafted 30 players in the first round. I will never predict an L to the Cowboys because I'm that Redskins fan. I'm the bitter Redskins fan that will go 2-14 and 14 if, and be eh, content if they're both against Dallas. So, yeah, I got that as a W. Okay. You know what? I have nothing else to say except for fuck the Cowboys. I could never, I can never, excuse my language. No, you know what? This is unfiltered, not safe for the workplace. Fuck the Cowboys. I can never, uh, I'm going to use my heart and head on this one. Sorry, but we're not taking a loss. W on this one. Let's move along to week eight, guys. We got an away game to the Giants. Um, What you got? I got to win. I mean, they have Barkley and, uh, but... I still think they have Eli, and I think Allen and Payne will dominate the line. I also I have this down as a win. I got it as a win, even though I'm going to be crying partially during the game, during my boy, watching my boy. My son that never was, Will Hernandez, left guard of my dreams. Couldn't get him <laughs> in, but, uh, yeah, I got that as a win also. I think that O-line, even with Hernandez, is still shaky. Eli, you know, he's one of those guys now where if we can get a little pressure on him, which we've been good at, um, I think we can get a W. Yep, I have a W here too. Um, basically, the bottom line is Eli's 68 years old, and I really see Trey Quinn catching uh, about 20 <laughs> passes for uh, 680 yards in this game. So, uh, big fat W on my end. Trey Quinn for life. That's right, baby. <laughs> All right, so week nine, guys, week nine, uh, we have a home game against the Falcons. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off with this one. Uh, de- definite loss. Um, the team's really good on both sides of the ball. I mean, there's just there's too many weapons on this squad to handle. I think that we're just going to get overpowered by a really uh, really good team here, um, and we're going to take a loss. I have nothing to add. I totally agree with you. Too many weapons. 
So completely, I have it as a loss completely as well. agree. Yeah, I got it as a loss. I think that, uh, believe it or not, Atlanta might actually have a better defense than they have an offense, which is crazy when you think of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and all those weapons down there. But, yeah, I see that as a loss for us as well. All right, so no debate there. Uh, week 10, uh, we have an away game against uh, Tampa, the Bucs. Um, take it away. I think we win. Um I, I think that the defense will be too much for Winston because even though he improved the amount of interceptions he had last year, he had fumbleitis, and I think our new D line will give him a problem. So I think we win. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest here, Keith. I just went with my heart on this one, and I could never predict to lose to a man who sucks his own fingers in front of his teammates. So I didn't even look up stats. I didn't even look up how good or bad they are, to be completely honest. I thought of that. I saw Tampa Bay. I thought of that clip. I said, oh, we got to beat these guys. End of story. I didn't even look at, look at anything beyond that. I said, that's enough for me. That's a win. Yeah, you know what? That's hilarious. Um, yeah, you know, I, I didn't really do re- much research on this one. I mean, there's just nothing on that team that's scary. I can't get past the, the suck in the fingers. So, look, I got to win here. I got to win here. I can't, I can't carry on anymore. Um, all right, guys, week 11 against the Texans. Uh, it's a home game for us. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, I got a big fat L with this one. Um, you know, with the return of Deshaun Watson, uh, once again, I'm stuck on the whole uh, quarterback ability, um, dual threat. Deshaun Watson, you know, before he got hurt, he was tearing it up last season. Um, they got a de- decent defense. I just don't see us pulling out a win here. No, J.J. Watt should be back too, and we didn't really address left guard. And, you know, I, I just I think their defense is going to overwhelm us, even though we have a really good offensive line. So I have it as a loss as well. That's three in a row. I've got it as a loss for the same things you guys mentioned, that uh, they got, they're going to have J.J. Watt back, Clowney back, and we're going to possibly put Sean Laval on the field. Um, mm. So that, there's definitely no way I'm marking that down as a, as a victory for the old skinnies. And then Deshaun Watson, if he's healthy, man, before he got hurt, that dude was balling. He was still leading the league in touchdowns, like, into, like, week 12. And he hadn't played for, like, a month or two or something like that. It was He was ridiculous with Hopkins. Um, so, yeah, I think that dual threat plus Hopkins and that defense, man, if all those guys are healthy, those, that's a sleeper team right there. That team is going to be really, really good. I, I got us as an L right there. Yep. Yep, so we all agree right there. Um, nothing to debate about it on that aspect. Uh, so, moving along, week 12. Uh, it's an away game against the Cowboys. I'm going to go ahead and lead us off again, and uh, I'm I'm going with the W, man. Uh, fuck the Cowboys. I'll just never I'll never say that we lose to this team. So I'm sticking with it. Oh God, you're going to hate me. I have it. I, like I said, I'm thinking with my head and not my heart, and it's nationally televised. And I can't give us both wins in the season. It's a loss for me. Please don't hate me. <laughs> we'll only hate you temporarily, Julie. Don't worry about it. We'll forgive you later. <laughs> Um, this is a Thanksgiving, though, game, if I'm correct, though, right? This is going to be one of those Thursday night games? Yes, yes sir. Yeah, I got, I've got. i actually got this as a W for us. I think we've done – I mean, we haven't done great on nationally televised games, but I want to say the last couple uh, – I think we've played these guys two years in a row on Thanksgiving or something like that, but I know that we've came out and balled out. Maybe I'm just reminiscing of the glory days of, you know, Santana Moss being the cowboy killer on Thanksgiving or something. But – um yeah, I got that as a W. 
go take this one. <laughs> Fuck the Cowboys. FTC. Hell yeah. I'll forgive you later, Julie, but you know, look, Thank you. truthfully, truthfully what I have on, on the issue on the topic is um, Dak's, Dak's going to have to approve that he's an actual QB at this point. I mean, they're, they're not really deep in wide receivers. I think what they picked up Hearns in the off season. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Someone I'm sure will uh, correct me, but you know, no, no Witten. I mean, you touched base on it earlier, Julie. None of this, you know, he, he doesn't have any of this. He's going to have to prove a lot. I just, I don't see this team being good. So I'm still going to stick with my uh, W. Fuck this team. Um, so that leads us now into a tough week 13. It's an away game for us, guys. Uh, we are playing the uh, Super Bowl champs, the Eagles. Uh, what's your take? I have it as a loss. Um, I mean, they added, what is his name, Godert? He's a tight end that they kind of stole from Dallas, which was hysterical, by the way. And then they have Zach Ernst, and we play terribly against tight ends. Now, maybe that'll change, but I have it as a loss. Yep, I got it as an I'm with you there. I got it as an L. Um, You know, it's one of those teams that's really good on both sides. You know, they had a really – they were like a top five defense last year in points than like a top three rushing offense. So, you know, who knows, maybe Wentz is back by this point. Maybe it's still the Super Bowl MVP Foles either way. I mean, those are two, it's like bad or worse for options. So I got, I got that as an L. Yeah, I got us at an L as well, um, taking a loss here. Look, you know, one thing that I think that a lot of people don't touch base on is, uh, you know, this squad won, I think, for the most part, and especially with Foles, was because they had complete buy-in with uh, the coaching staff. Um, they've had buy-in since day one with Peterson, and uh, I think that they just gelled well together uh, with the schemes and everything that Peterson and his staff was putting together. Um, I just I – I don't see us taking a win here. Um, you know, especially away, man, you know, the, the the link is a tough place to play and so tough that I live 20 minutes away from it and I won't attend it. I just won't do it because uh, the fans are a little bit too out there. Not as crazy as years ago, but just enough crazy to where I ain't trying to get stabbed. So big fat L for us, unfortunately. Um, week 14, guys, home game, Giants. Uh, I'll go ahead and lead us off with this one, another W. Uh I'm basically, you know, this is a game where we could split. Uh, it's very often do we go 2-0 against the Giants. But, again, I'm just going to stick with uh, – I know they have Adele Beckham. Um, I just – I'm going to stick with that Eli Manning, 68 years old, and just doesn't have it anymore. Um, I just – I'm going to stick with my, my W on this one. Guy's just an all-around goof. I can't stand the way he looks. So based on that, and I think that that's great research enough, I'm just going to go with uh, a W. I've got yeah. an L, but that's just because I split our games. I always split our games. I never believe that we're going to actually win, you know, against the Giants and Dallas, you know, four wins. Yeah. I don't see it. So I'm, I have it split. We went one and five in the division last year. Um, so – I can understand why you would split it, but more than likely we lose our division games. La- Again, this was last year, so I'm going to hope for positive. I'm going to go ahead and uh, stick with Keith and say that we actually sweep the Giants. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's possible. I think we get a, a, get a win there. I, I, I got to verify my uh, Saquon Barkley hate for the timeline for all the listeners <laughs> out there. If, if you guys like that I hate on Saquon Barkley, 
like this post, <laughs> like this podcast. Well, yeah. All right, week fifteen, guys. This this is another. This is going to be a tough one, man. Um, this is a tough one. So I am interested in your guys' take. Week fifteen, it's an away game. We're playing in Jacksonville. What you got? I got a loss. I. I... I have a loss. I, unfortunately, I have us losing quite a bit at the end of the season. But, I mean, Blake Bortles, is, he's a good game manager. He's, he's all right, but their defense just scares the crap out of me. So, I have it as a loss. Brandon? I'm in the same boat. Uh, again, looking statistically on this one, because I haven't watched a lot of Jacksonville games, they had a really good uh, point-per-game defense and the number one rush offense. So let's see how that uh, defensive line rebuild is really holding up by week 15. You know, let's, let's go after uh, Leonard Fournette in the backfield, you know, with, if we possibly can have a chance at the division, you know, this game will be a very meaningful game as the third last game from the year. So let's see what this new newfound defense is really all about at the end of the season. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you guys. I got a loss here. Um, I mean, you touch base, Blake Bortles, uh, he, he's, you know, below average, you know, QB, but he is a good game manager. Um, he proved that last season. I think with the talent surrounding him, uh, offense and, you know, uh, defensively, the defense is just too scary. Um, it'll be a huge test for our squad, but I just don't think that we're going to, you know, take a win here. So looks like we all agree to that one. Um, so that's going to lead us into week 16. Uh, it's an away game for us against uh, Tennessee Titans. Um, what you got? I have us winning. Oh, sorry. I interrupted. I was so excited to say that we were going to have a win that I just, I had to say it. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead. I just, I mean, last year they were nine and seven, but they played in a division where the Colts didn't have luck and the Texans didn't have, you know, Watson or Watt. So I think we actually win this one. I don't think they're that good. I'm with you. I think we're going to see our old friend Brian Arakpo, and hopefully we can make him look silly on the field. We have a big rushing game, and that game is also scheduled to change dates or times, I believe, but I think it's the week of Christmas, so I'd love a Christmas gift of a victory against the uh, the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to have to go with the win on this one. You know, look, that, that team just doesn't have a <laughs> Actually, what I meant to do was. Is there supposed to be uh, cheering? Oh, that soundboard's not working. Those errors again. <laughs> hey, no. Jesus, Actually, you almost did it. You almost made it. Damn it. I was almost on point. Damn it. Uh, actually, I didn't mean to it's boo okay. because, uh, of course, I had us uh, – I had us with, with the win. Look, the, you know, the bottom line is that team just doesn't have an identity. Uh, I, the, I don't think there, there, there's nothing that, that should scare the Redskins uh, offense or defense. So uh, definitely going to go uh, with the win on that one. Um, so we all agree to that one. And then we have uh, week 17, a home game against the Eagles. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the lead with this one. And, uh, you know, this one could go either way. I really feel like it's, it's going to go either way based upon where we're at at this time of the season. Um, we know why the NFL schedules these types of games, uh, you know, in case there is a division battle. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a win here. Um, I think, um, overall because I think the Eagles are, are going to be a good team again this year. I think that 
they're probably going to sit there, uh, sit their uh, starters uh, for the most part. And, you know, if, if we're in a battle, then no, they're not going to sit the starters, but I'm just going to stick by and say that we get a W here. I got it as an L. I think it's, even if they sit their starters, I mean, all right, with the guy who shall not be named, the Giants had nothing to play for that year, and we still lost. So I have it as an L. We'll see. You know, I don't know our identity yet. So I don't know. What do you have, Brandon? I, I was going to – you said the exact same thing out of my mouth. You know, we've lost to teams that have nothing to play for at the end of the season before. Um, you know, this could be a playoff clincher, you know. So we might have something on the line. And I'm being this. If Jay Gruden wins this one, I'm going to mark it as an L. But if Jay Gruden wins this one, high pressure, he's going to win me over officially as a coach. He's still got some winning to do. He's done a lot. Still got some winning to do. But uh, yeah, I've got that final game as an L. Yep. I I think really. I mean, my conclusion to this is I have. Yeah. So basically, yeah. What do you have, Julie? Go ahead. Sorry. I have us at seven and nine, but if we do better in the division than I think, then we could easily go seven, uh, 10 and six. So, you know, it's really a toss up. It depends on our health and the cohesiveness of our team. What about you guys? I'm at seven and nine also. Um, I got us at three and three in the division. I think if we could have win, won that last game in Philly, made us eight and eight, there might be a shot depending on how strong. Um, one thing I do want to throw out there, though, for all the fans who wanted Allen Robinson this offseason, I think my bold prediction for this offseason, Josh Doxson is actually going to have a better year than Allen Robinson. So that's my bold prediction Ooh. for the end of the season. We're going to go 7-9, and nine, but J-Doc is going to come through. Wide receiver one. Let's go. You guys got any bold predictions? Well, I'll tell you what. I do. Uh, yeah, Julie, well, let me – you know, I guess I lied to you guys. Uh, I actually have us going nine and seven, um, you know, Ooh. but again, yeah, that could vary. Uh, that's my fault when I talked to you guys earlier, but so I do have them going nine and seven. I don't think that's too far of a stretch. Um, my bold prediction though, Alex Smith is not going to put up the numbers that everyone is thinking he is. I think that he's going to be a above average QB, but I, I think new team, new system, even though he wants to be here, bold prediction. Alex Smith is just going to be an average QB for us. Average QB? What does that even mean, Keith? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's, that's my bold prediction. What's yours, Julie? I think Geist runs for 2,000 yards and gets 10 touchdowns. I'm just going to leave it at that. I think he's going to be a monster, and I think Alex Smith is going to be great. 2,000 yards? Jesus, will you guys pack yes. a peace pipe? What are you guys – Geez, I thought I was the one that was in California. All right. Alex Smith is going to be average. Man, Keith, you're like completely in the negative on on Smith. (laughs) I thought you'd be hyped for that. And then Julie's over here saying Geis is going to freaking break the all-time rushing record for something close to it. Jesus. Hey, well, listen up, guys. Yeah, well, listen up, guys, real quick. Uh, We do have a a show sponsor now. Uh, Let me go ahead and cue it up. This message has been brought to you by... The Redskins Drunk Team, where Sundays is for getting drunk, not for church. The best part of waking up is vodka in your cup. 
Well, then, there we have it with our sponsor. Thank you to uh, the Redskins drunk team for that one. Um, Listen up, guys. Uh, Look, we're coming to a final close. Uh, I want to thank you, too, for being on the show. Uh, Once again, for everyone that's out there listening, uh, you can talk to Julie on Twitter uh, at Resist1972. You can also talk to Brandon on Twitter at Redskins Rant. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Thanks for being on the show. I can't wait to do the next one. Me too. Have a good night, guys. Hit me up on Twitter, everyone. Let's go. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.